What is up and welcome in to the Easy Smoke and the GM Podcast. I'm your host, Ezra McCann, and I'm joined as always by my outstanding co-host. He's a Chicago Public League legend. He's a Simeon legend. He's a Grambling State legend. He played second base for the Tigers. He was all swack back in the day. It's Brandon Williams, a.k.a. Coach Smoke. And we've got the NFL draft guru, the Madden genius. You can catch all his work at NBCSportsChicago.com, the My Teams app. He does his mock drafts there. He's Glenn Morgan. He's our GM. Gentlemen, how was your Black Monday? Man, it's good to be black. Power to the people. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was it was interesting. Uh, Started yeah. out amazing. Then went what turned what looked to be a sunny day started to get pretty damn dark. But, <laughs> <laughs> but and, ultimately, and, hey. And real quick, man. It's 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 I'm trying to stay positive mentally. I know it's 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 hard to man. I, I know, I know. Like you said, it started it started off great. Um, I got the news. I was I was uh, in the car, and so I'm you know flipping back and forth between Cap and uh, and Jay Hood and uh, uh, Mully and Hall, and got the news first that Nagy was fired. All right, all right, cool. But then I was like, uh oh, what's up with Pace? Pace took a couple of minutes, and then we found out that Pace was let go as well. All right, cool. They, they, they got, they're getting it right, okay? They're starting this off right. Now we got to figure out what's going to happen here. Are we going to have a, a, a president of, of football operations? You know, how long is this going to take? Then we find out the press conference. It's only going to be George McCaskey. He's like, okay, they're, they're starting to get this, you know, this thing together. <laughs> Accountability, accountability. And then the press conference starts and everything just went to hell stop from talking. there. And that, was, that was it. Stop talking, George. No, no, stop. No, no. That's, that was it, man. <laughs> so he, he leads off, you know, um, saying that um, Ted Phillips will not be a part of the, uh, um, the football executive staff, right? After... Wait, wait, wait. But then, will help. but then he will help in the uh, in the in the interview process for the general manager. What sense does that make? I I'll say this: some of the old heads have told me this. Everything you say before the word "but" doesn't matter. All that bullshit about him not being just being a part of the uh, money side of it was that's bullshit all. because he yeah, said but to begin with right and this goes back because they because they've always said that he was never a part of that right yeah right okay a part of what a part of uh, uh, football operations oh not technically but, a part of football operations yeah, but he was involved in because even Ted himself said. Oh, I've been a part of, you know, this process as far as trying to get a, you know, hiring GMs and coaches. He, he literally said that himself because the question was asked to him. So what's going to be different this time? Like, what have you learned this time? It's different. Oh, I learned a lot. He didn't say a damn thing about what he learned. He just said he's been part of the process for several times. <laughs> like, seriously, so what did you learn? Uh, and then they asked, remember this, they asked George, 
So I want to ask them a little bit more point. Like they kind of tried to find a, a way to ask the question three different times, a different kind of way. Like, what do you look like? What are the qualities you're looking for? He said, <laughs> he said leadership. <laughs> so you weren't looking for that before? This is something new? <laughs> this is something new. Le- leadership. Well, he's looking you know? for leadership in both in both positions now. Oh, yeah, in both positions. I'm like, yeah. So that wasn't a prerequisite at all. It, that didn't factor into any of those other decisions. Well, that explains a lot. I, yeah, dude, it, it, it was, it was, you know, it, it's tough because he's, he's, you know, he started, you know, respectfully, you know, uh, talking about Jeff Dickerson, who's, you know, God rest his soul, uh, him and, and the, the, you know, the, the, the sense of um, respect they have for him and also wishing uh, the best for, you know, the, the son, I think his name is it Walker, Parker, 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 Parker yeah. excuse me, but Parker, it, it, we all understand that. And that, that was class, it was class act. Didn't have to do that. Didn't have to, have to bring that in, but he did. And, and I think that was, that was, you know, I think it was class on, on his part to say that um, and to, to let them know that, Hey, even though you're part of the media, we still recognize in the humanity that's there among, that amongst us all. That, that was probably the best part of, of the press conference to me. <laughs> Um, and then, like you said, man, it just started going about all the things you're going to do, and none of it sounded. The only difference is someone else had a question. He says, "Well, uh, the difference is there'll be three other people in this process that weren't there before. Um, basically, an HR lady, Tanisha, is what it sounded like. She, she's Tanisha, vice president, Tanisha Wade, yeah, right, vice president of like diversity and something, something or the other. So we got a black person who's female. So you can't say that we didn't involve anybody. It's basically what I felt that that was saying. See." pointed out several times and uh well they got they got two was it Stu soup uh, soup campbell Sue lamar campbell. which i don't know why they don't call i understand that's his nickname i'm not yeah, calling lamar campbell i don't know or, or call me mr campbell i mean you know can we get me a little respect <laughs> a little shout out to uh our dearly departed city 48 call me mr call campbell. me mr tips <laughs> Um, so, so yeah, man, I, I'm like, okay, it seems like some of the same old BS was, what's the, what's the, uh, the Einstein, uh, definition of insanity, um, doing, doing the same, the same thing, thing, doing the same over, thing and over and over and over and expecting the different, the different result. Yeah. Right. That's what they're and doing then, here. Except. Yeah. They're bringing in Bill Polian now instead of Ernie Acorsi. Somebody asked him, <laughs> well, you know, Bill hasn't been involved, you know, as a GM for quite some time. Do you think yeah. like some things may have passed by? Well, you know, when, when my, you know, grandfather, basically, when George Hallis was, you know, still making decisions, mm-hmm. he was in his 80s, you know, that, that, turned, that turned out all right. Difference being, and, and, George Hallis never left football operations. And Bill Poyan is a lot younger than that. Oh, okay. No, not really. No, no, no that's what he said. He, he's younger than that. I'm like, Bill what is he, Polian like, is 79, man. Right. I'm like, what is he, like 10 years not younger? Not even. Five years younger? Oh, my goodness. So, it, it, okay, and let me get this straight. You want to bring in the guy that said Lamar Jackson should be a wide receiver. Should be a wide receiver. You want to bring in the guy that uh oh what else did he do that was oh you want to bring in the guy that said when ryan pace traded up to get your that was a that was a great move that's the guy you want to bring in 
that's the guy you want to bring in to advise you. Oh man. I I mean, seriously. 10 years ago, maybe. Not right. today. Not today. And you're doing like I said, you're doing the same thing over again that you did in what was that 20, 2015 mm-hmm. when you went to get pace. Well, yeah. He's, so he's they so they've learned they've learned nothing. Learn nothing from this. So I'll, I'll ask this. Initially, was Pace a bad hire? Well, you you don't know because he's coming from a winning organization, the Saints that that had been, and he he had come up through the ranks with the Saints. So you, mm-hmm. you know he's been there, you know, through some of their trials and tribulations to being a consistently a competitive team and a winning team so on and so forth and so you figure like okay he's coming up i-55 and you know he's gonna bring some of that mm-hmm. that 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 magic some of that you know voodoo who do we do magic from, <laughs> from new orleans right and so you figure you get a young guy because he should be plugged in to what's going on and he may have new ideas and all this other kind of stuff so initially you don't know and it's you know, you could say he's inexperienced, but you know that's not anything new. We've seen people be inexperienced get jobs and, and do great with it and have mm-hmm. success. So, you know, I, I think bring him in because he didn't hire he didn't hire Fox Foxy, right? No, of course he did. Right. So Fox was hired before they hired. No, they hired. What I understand. No, he they hired. To hire... They hired Pace first. Hired Pace first. Pace got hired, but but Fox had been talked to already. And, of course, right. he basically came to him and said, look, we're going to bring in. You're so young. We're right. going to bring in I Fox think, for you. Because I think they were saying Pace had a coach in mind. Yes. That he wanted. Um, But they but they were worried about because the locker room was just in, in such disarray after Tressman. Mm-hmm. They wanted to bring stability back to right. back to the organization, so that's why they Fox. brought they brought Fox in. All right, and right. told and told Pace, "Hey, we'll give you the job, but you got to take this coach." Which, if he's not experienced enough to find his own coach, and and you trust that, he probably shouldn't be the GM. Right. And and how how can we tell the first sign of of like I don't want to say discord, but just misalignment with the head coach and the general manager? What was Pace's first pick? Kevin White. <laughs> right. Instead of like a defensive person who you would have expected that would have been what Fox would have taken, which there's no quarterback in place right now. So why are you spending a first round pick on a wide receiver who only had one good year out of West Well, Virginia? that was my, I didn't mind. I didn't mind the position per se. My problem was you got the number seven pick in the draft. You got a top 10 pick there and you're going with a guy who only, who only produced for one year. Right. Well, that, yeah. that that's the issue position position aside yeah i mean i guess but there's nobody you there probably you probably to. if it's if it's your first if it's your first draft you probably want to go with somebody that you know you probably know is going to be a lock that has you know mm-hmm. some success on the on the college level or trade down and get or trade or trade down and get some more pieces. yeah yeah absolutely yes. which he that never way. that was that wasn't his deal that, that's that's not what he did, you know. That's, that's what I'm but, saying. You you, yeah. you you trade down so you increase your margin for error. But I will I will say people 
people were tired of, you know, but Jerry Angelo used to trade down a lot. And people didn't like that from him. Yeah, but he he didn't. He was trading down from like high second round, a high first round pick. I mean, low first round picks like in the 20s to go fly from 22 to 28. Well, no, remember he didn't he um he traded down to get um uh Kyle Long. No, before that. No, no, well before that. I'm going, I'm going back early in his tenure. He traded down for uh, Michael Haynes and Rex Grossman. Remember that? <laughs> okay, that's that's yeah. what I when I say he would trade down, he would do yeah. stuff like that. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the theory is fine. You still got to make the picks. That was. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, they gonna like it if it work, and they gonna like they gonna dislike it if it don't. Like you True say, that. he he was trading down, and they didn't like it because of who he was getting. Pace wasn't trading down at all and was drafting bus. So now I always I, I always said when he like for the, the Trubisky pick, I said, hey, at least he's not lying, giving you the cliche of we got our guy on draft day. When he when he drafted Trubisky, he really went and got his guy. <laughs> so he so you know that's a thing where hey you're gonna live and die with your pick. He did and he then yeah, that's, that's part what, of the reason why he's what, gone now. That's what no, killed his no, career. No, 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 it didn't. What are you talking about? He lived. What do you mean? He, he lived. One year after One year. Trubisky is yeah, no longer a bear? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. You're talking about one year after Trubisky was let go. We knew Trubisky wouldn't shit before he was let go. He wouldn't shit to, like the year. He should have been here the year that he stayed long. But, he stayed the year too long. Look, dude. Oh, well, yeah, we knew that. Seriously. Right. We know that. That's what I'm saying. It's like, dude, it's like pace. Trade Trubisky, cut your losses, show you want to make a difference and try and get something for this guy. But no, you held on to him, but you didn't renew his option. What was the point? <laughs> you got so you're, the guy you traded up to get, a, you moved from three to two and gave up whatever you gave up, some third round picks, whatever, to move up to two. It didn't work and you got nothing for all that trouble. That's another reason why you should have been fired. You, you got to get something for your guy. I mean, even... Even think about it. Uh, so Steve Kine, is that the guy for the Arizona Cardinals? I think he's the general manager. They made they they drafted uh, the kid out of UCLA in the first Josh, in the Josh first Rose. Josh, Josh, Josh Rose in the first round. I think he was a top top fifteen top. Traded that motherfucker the next year. Yeah, got rid of him <laughs> the next year, and the head coach the next year. You know what Steve said? Y'all not taking me down, which. I'm, I'm going to admit my mistake and I'm going to drive and drink at the same time because I'm so stressed about what I did and all oh, please forgive me but I promise you if you let me keep my job I'll get you one of the best players out there and he got Kyler Murray and the jury's kind of still out on the head coach but he made the move is my point he didn't sit around and wait well, and, they're, they're a playoff team now and they're a playoff team now and it should have been in last year it just kind of fell apart last year so I'm just saying this dude didn't make those adjustments when he should have. And that's another reason why you should cite him. And then, and then to try and cover up some of the mistakes, he compounds it fiscally with some of these free agent moves, i.e. the quarterbacks that he's brought in to where he hamstrings the financial capacity for this team to do anything. I mean, dude, it's not just bad enough. We're missing some draft picks that that can be, you, you can, you can kind of, you can trade some players, you can get some picks, you can do some things with that, but you don't have any money to do anything with. We got we were hamstrung with money this year. We couldn't keep some of our best players, and we spent money on a quarterback that was just for one year. That what did that what did that even mean? Like 
yeah. you know, come on, man. and we did look. that before. He did that with Glennon. Well, look, the positive side to what you just said, Jim, is the new GM gonna have a top ten cap space. So all of Ryan Pace money troubles is kind of coming to an end. The new GM got a chance to start over, but I think we still need to trade some guys. But what I brought up the the G, the pace situation because one thing that I noticed in the press conference that that threw me off was George indicating that it's a possibility they will hire a coach before hiring a GM. Right. That to me. I think was, I think I think he was though he was selling wolf tickets there. So I, there's no way. Well, unless see, unless uh, uh, unless uh-uh. unless it's Harbaugh. Unless it's it's, it's Harbaugh who you're gonna let choose his GM. There's no way they're hiring a a, a, a coach before the GM. No shot. Well, no we shot. just said they did they pretty much did that with Fox. <laughs> I can't. They pretty much did that with Fox. Yeah, as much as things change, they stay the same. You're, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. They pretty much just did that with Fox. I mean, when it came to pace, like, I can't. I can't see them doing that. I can't. That was the one thing that stood out to me. I'm still know, holding out hope that they don't do that, but I feel like they're they're in desperate times right now because it's a lot of teams looking at coaches, so they're going to jump the gun before actually doing themselves like diligently doing the right thing and hiring the GM first. I feel like and then if they hire the coach first, if it's Harbaugh, okay. He's respected enough where you might get a GM that well Harbaugh, I guarantee Harbaugh is gonna want to run the show. So that's why I say that. He's want to go. He's going to want to come in. Look, I mean, why leave Michigan if you got you got full control of Michigan? Yeah, well, and, yeah. and and he he can use this as leverage to get a bump in pay there, right? Hey, man, you know what? GM sent us that graphic uh, earlier today of the teams and the GMs, their winning seasons and right, right stuff like that, and shit. Most of them. A few of them were the head coach. Had the best percentages. I mean, hey, maybe we should take a page and, and do it. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> no, I still say you, you find you find you find your GM first, man. Uh, well, you I'm know. saying, but you said with Harbaugh is what well, I'm with Har- saying. I'm saying with Harbaugh, yeah. Harbaugh is going to want to say, hey, I want full control. So I'm gonna bring my own. Yes, I'm gonna be the head coach. If I'm bringing my, you own don't guy. think he would want to be the GM as well? Is what I'm saying. No, I don't. I mean, well, he will. He would want to, but I don't think. You don't think they would they, do that? Yeah. I mean, where else has that really been successful outside New of, England, of New England, Pittsburgh, uh, Pittsburgh? Woo. Yeah. Well, let me look back on it. I'm about no, to look Pick, at it. Pick was always I, thought, I thought I saw Tomlin on it. I, maybe I was no, no, he's just a head coach. Okay. I, um, I thought Tomlin was listed on that. I think back okay, to yeah, it, it uh, was Seattle. Seattle, I think Seattle with, uh, Holger, with Holmgren. Holmgren. Mm-hmm. 
but they even at the end of that, it got it got kind of he he ended up oh, yeah, giving yeah, up but, re- relinquishing the uh yeah, it's the GM only, duties. Right, it's, but on, the it's only Belichick. It's he only Belichick. But, he he did, but I'm saying right now, right now though, it's on, it's it's just so much, man. And I don't I don't well right. Belichick is the goat, so that's you know that's why it works for him. There. I think Wanstead had some of that kind of control when he first got here. For the Bears? Yeah, I think well, so. no, remember Hatley was here. Uh, I think Hatley. There was, later. but there, but there wasn't. Remember that he he wasn't. Wanstat wasn't in the GM role. I think he they was. didn't. They just didn't have a GM. Well, so Mike yeah, so Mike McCaskey was the was the GM. Wanstat was de facto GM. <laughs> <laughs> it may not have seemed official, but Wanstat kind of had. Well, he probably those. had. He probably had. You know, saying what happened. Now I will say he he'll. He'll tell you that he had nothing to do with uh, with the trade for Rick Meyer. <laughs> well, well the, recently Gruden, you're forgetting about Gruden. Well, yeah, he didn't because Gruden was hired before. Yeah. But no, but I'm saying Gruden was hired before Mayock, and the way the Raiders were were trending this year, and they eventually did become a playoff team after you know bumps and stuff in a row. But they were like what four and one when they played the Bears, or three and one when they played the Bears, something like that. Something like that. Yeah, so so that was kind of working in a sense. It's, I don't think you're getting the. I think what you're talking about is if I'm if I'm right. Well, well if, actually, I'm I'm talking about a, what what uh, what Gruden had. Gruden brought Mayock in. Right, right. So, so the right. So the coaches now may be in 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 line or so, part of the process of who comes in because it's the same thing happened with uh, the Jets. But he's not. But he's not doing. A, he doesn't he's have not to do doing the same duties. Right, right. But but here's the thing. It's and what we're talking about is will the coach be hired before the GM? And to Smoke's uh, question or bringing it up, it, it is a possibility because when you listen to the, the press conference, George says, "Oh, if we're blown away, then you know maybe that may be the case." They said, then someone said, "Well, well, wait a second. I thought you said you ideally wanted to have the GM in place first. He says, "Well, yeah, but we've got." Uh, Polian in tow. So I think Polian mm-hmm. was experienced. And He'll be able to kind of discern who is a really good head coach if, yeah. if we get a coach before. And, we and, I'm, saying, and, that, and I'm saying that one and that's, guy, and that one guy is Harbaugh. But see, and that's Maybe. what I didn't, Harbaugh didn't come to mind. But when he said that, like with Polian being in place, it made me think about, I don't know what I was listening to but they were saying how most of these guys look to hire their friends. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm, when I heard him say like, well, you know, we have Polian in place that will, I'm like, okay, let me think, let me figure out who is in the Polian tree of guys. He, he, he's connected with because I'm sure that's where we're headed. Well, if, if, especially if we hire a coach before the GM, that tree must be dwindling. He he's been out of the game old. for ten years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it could be it could be someone who was under Dungy, Dungy, you know? mm-hmm. someone that was under another one of the coaches that he made. Those, those those leaves are starting to turn a little brown, <laughs> <laughs> wilting it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, ah, dude. That's uh, yeah, yeah. Let me ask but, you this. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, uh, go ahead, because I was kind about the. Chance. I was I was going to ask. Now, a lot of people were talking today about the fact that they're not going to hire a team uh, president of, of football operations, where 
a GM will report to that person, and then that no. person would report to George. The buck stops with George. I'm going to say <laughs> I actually kind of agree with George on this. Why? Okay. Number one, I counted there are only six teams in the league that actually have a right. president right. of football right. operations that handles that. Handles, uh, that. Um, and then, well, a couple of the teams are playoff teams. The Packers, Mark Murphy, obviously. Um, John Elway with the Broncos is one. Um, the Rams, Kevin Demoff. Those are the play. I guess those are the, the playoffs. Well, the Broncos didn't make the playoffs, but those are the, the the playoff teams there. Chargers, John Spanos. Now he's a uh, a relative. He's the Alex Spanos, the son. Yeah, he's he's Alex Spanos or Alex Spanos' grandson. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dean Spanos' son. He's the president of football operations, but he's been working in football operations since the nineties. So he's actually right. moved experience. up. Yeah, yes. so he does have experience in that. Um, but outside of that, yeah, there, there's not many teams that actually have that position in place. And it, I honestly think it becomes a redundancy. I mean, what's the point of having two guys there and you don't know anything about football yourself anyway? So, But that's why you have that guy there because he doesn't know anything about football. George doesn't. Okay, George, so, admittedly, George admittedly is like, I don't know. Yes, he, he says, I'm, I'm a fan. That. I'm a fan, okay? <laughs> but somebody, but somebody's got to report to him, though, right? Oh, man. And you're, you, and you're, implementing, you're implementing that person's uh, uh, process, am I right? So what's the point of having the two guys? Here's why I don't agree with that. Because they've done such a horrible job with things. And this is what his fourth head coach a third that he's hired, fourth head coach under his tenure, because I think Lovey was in under place. George. Lovey was under yeah. George. Lovey was already in place. George took over in 2011. Right. Okay. So, so Lovey, Lovey was coach. there. So this is his third. This, this, well, this will be his fourth. Right. This would be his fourth. So, right. so this it's and, gone so well. And the guy less than a decade. Doing. Right. For a guy who doesn't know what he's doing, it's gone so well. That's why you hire a president of operations so you can get the hell out the way. He can let you know what's going on. I don't think that's any different than. Well, know, he's saying else. he's out the way anyway, though. That's what I'm saying. But he's not now. He, he's saying, I want these guys to report to me. Is, is he really out of the way? I mean, he he's in charge of trying to hire this person. Your, your well, president of operations would be in charge of that. Him I, along I, with the, the GM. But, just, but I'm saying I, the, 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 I, president I oper- the president of team operations is, is basically your GM anyway. Right. The Not GM is going to the GM is going to implement his plan. No, no. The president I, of operations would kick Ted out the job. Is what it would do. The well, president of operations would Ted, be involved Ted, with Ted, some of the money stuff. Ted's he's out. No, of I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm I, saying I, that's why George is not going to do it because he's got Ted to handle the money stuff, and I so think, he's going to be the guy that you know that, that everyone reports to. He being George, so he's going to have the GM handle the football stuff. Yeah, I, okay. I think you guys. I think y'all are kind of. Saying the same thing. Saying the same thing. I'm different. saying that there's... I think I think I could see. I, I think it's for me. I could see both ways. I'm, I'm because, going, go ahead, go ahead. Because George definitely flat out said he doesn't. He's a fan. Here's what I didn't get with what he said. They, he got asked about Justin Fields, <laughs> right? And his progress. You know I'm what his progress? He said, "Yeah, I'm not really a football evaluator, I'm, but I'm a I'm fan." A fan. <laughs> How the hell are you not a football evaluator and you run 
a four and a half billion dollar hey. professional team. I don't. Hey. It's called entitlement. It's called Man, I was born I, into this. When I saw that, <laughs> so one of my favorite movies is Blank Check. I don't know if y'all have seen that movie. It's a Disney movie. I think from, I think I think I'm a little too old for Blank Check. I, yeah, I remember you're probably the movie. too old, but. Yeah. I posted when he said that. I posted. I say, man, George is out here running the Bears like he worked for Mr. McIntosh, an imaginary person that just <laughs> want to have fun. That's what the kid did. He wrote that blank check, got all that money, and he was have he bought a mansion and he kept just telling people Mr. McIntosh just didn't enjoy his childhood, so he wants to have fun. And that's how I look at George right now. Like he's just you, just a fan. You're running a billion dollar organization what do you mean like but that's why i'm like okay i think with him giving he was saying he'd give the gm complete control right i i see where it is is like he liked that because george is not involved but on the flip side I see where GM is coming from because the 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 GM needs to have somebody to hold him accountable. Who knows and, what the hell's going on? And that's the issue there. George is literally putting his whole just giving you the keys and go. Ryan Pace had the keys and go. Okay, or the next GM will have the keys and go. Who does he answer to? That's why these guys stay around so long because George don't get it. If you put a president in place, at least those, at least you have the chance of those two button heads, the GM and the president, and some change could possibly be made. Typically, you hire, typically everybody goes in order. The president, right, is top. He gonna probably hire the GM of his choice, probably his friend, and then the head coach, similar. But but you at least, with them being football people, you at least run the, the chance of them disagreeing. I don't think George is going to disagree with anything because he doesn't know he anything. doesn't know. Yeah, yeah. And that's where the problem comes in. And now, I'm not saying, not saying, a, the not saying a president, not saying a president is going to do right. I'm, I'm the saying the president, yeah, the, the president is going to do the same thing. Not necessarily. But, but you run the chance. You would take a chance. Football people are not going to always agree. If they're all football people, they're going to have a disagreement. Now, I will, I will you, say you that. ain't getting no disagreement out of. Out of I George, will say that, and it, that's why I, <laughs> I, I will say that that every well outside of the Blackhawks, because uh, I don't know what they're doing right now, but um, the Bulls, White Sox, Cubs, all have a a higher tier of uh, a person that is between the gm and and no, ownership no. yeah right. yeah so and it, it, and it seems to work ties. i will i will i will say that but i mean i guess george is looking at it well you know only what did i say six teams have this position and they're not all you know you know winners <laughs> So, you know, what's what's the point of having the position? I'm sorry. How recently have the Broncos won a Super Bowl? How recently have we won a Super they, Bowl? They 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 went out and got Peyton Manning. Okay. And they, they, and they, went, and they did it. They and went they to two it. Super Bowls and, and they won did it. one. And they did. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Right. So you go out and get somebody who can help you win a effing game. I mean the Bronco, I mean the Bucks 
Brady chose the Bucs, and all of a sudden the Bucs are the you know, championship caliber team. You know, uh, what, what's, it, what's, what's, uh, what's it? Russell Wilson was thinking about the Bears. It, it, it didn't happen. I'd say that Russell would have got us a championship. But I'm just saying, they don't make things happen because they don't know what they're doing. And you gotta, you here's the other thing. And George has asked this question several times, and this is why I think we should have the VP. George has questions several times. What have you learned? What would you do different? And basically, he answered, if you really paid attention, not a damn thing. He can't, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm gonna do the same he thing. Know. Yeah, I'm, right. I'm gonna do the same thing differently. I'm gonna do the same thing with a few other people in the room. And the difference is those like, okay, so a woman who just and I'm not knocking her because she's female, I'm not saying that at all, but uh, I shouldn't say level with a woman. A person who just got their new job as vice president of diversity and everything just got the job. So how much do they really know about hiring a general manager for a football team? Well, I'll say this about about uh, Tanisha. about Tanisha Wade uh, being in this position. We'll see some brothers. Uh, Hopefully interviewed. Hopefully. Well, that, that's her job, isn't it? Okay, and there are the GM's job is to win. I mean, come on. I'm just saying <laughs> it's, it's her job to make sure that that there's fairness in the interview process. Well, well, okay, dude. I say, I say, she about football. You don't know. You don't know what she knows about football. I'm just I, I, saying, I'm right? That, I don't. That, that she should be. She should be welcomed into this job, and 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 I'm is a sign she, of progress. I'm saying experience. I'm saying how much experience <laughs> does she have? <laughs> how much experience does she have? And I, I'm just saying. I don't know. I'm not saying because she's a woman, but she's the person who has a new job. I know. I know. Lamar Campbell uh, played. He played for the Lions. I don't. I don't know what experience he has uh, in trying to find a general manager either. So exactly. So you got a guy who doesn't know what the hell he's doing, bringing in people who are new to position to make a decision about something that they may not have a lot of experience or knowledge on. That makes a right. lot of effing sense. Probably, uh, probably going to take <laughs> Facebook surveys. Right. I mean, it's, yeah. it's like I'm doing the same thing differently. Because <laughs> I, I kid you not, I believe Ryan Pace did a lot of his stuff listening to Mel Kuyper. <laughs> he got the – he what was Mel Kuyper's uh, – his, uh, his uh, magazine? He got his magazine subscription. <laughs> like it's 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 gonna be interesting but but hey let's 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 go to let's who are the prime candidates who all right funny so you who, should say that i heard that one of the prime candidates already is doug peterson yeah so they've they've, they've reached well out it's to, it's a few they've reached they, out to doug peterson they've reached out to leslie frazier uh, Brian Gable, uh, Brian Dable, Dable from, 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 from Buffalo, uh, the, the OC from Buffalo. Um, and then I think the Browns uh, OC. I is, heard about that. I there. heard the Browns. Uh, I heard two people in the Browns organization and somebody in the coach organization for the GM position. So we're right, right, Browns. right. We're going to the Browns, a team that Hasn't really done anything since. Well, they've turned the roster around. I'm GM position. Got talent over there. Dude. All right. Here's some here's some other some other potential candidates. I'll, I'll run down a list. See first round picks that they had in a row. Right. Top hey. five picks. <laughs> All right. Hey, they know how to not get rid of them for nothing. Here we, they kept them. Here we go. Go down the list. What, what do you guys think about this? 
Eric Bieniemy. No. We got to leave the Kansas City tree alone. I don't want anything from Kansas City. Ty Bowles. Yes. yes. Byron Leftwich. No. Yes. <laughs> Matt Campbell, <laughs> Iowa State's head coach. Hell no. You said no? No. No. And I said hell no. Yeah, I'm with <laughs> I, I like him right where he's at. Uh, I doubt this can happen. Ryan Day. Yes. Maybe. And it's more so for the doubt. Uh, Todd Downing, Titans offensive coordinator. No. Hmm. Really? The Titans offensive coordinator. I'm sorry. What we, do don't have, do? we don't have what do they do? We don't but have Derrick Henry. But hey, but he run the ball. They, yeah. <laughs> We don't have Derrick Henry, is my point. I get and we don't it. have that we don't have that offensive line, is my point. Shit, they, they, realize, they, they look wait, like they wait, could wait, they wait, run the damn ball. Wait, wait, wait. So they just so, weren't allowed to so, run. So I asked you this then. Because you was quick to say yes to Byron Leftwich. Yeah. We ain't got Tom Brady, and we damn sure ain't got that talent at the at the skill positions that they got. No, but we talked about that before when we talked about Brian Byron uh, Byron Leftwich. What kind of numbers were they putting up offensively before Brady got there? Good numbers. The I, I, only problem, the only problem was said, that quarterback. That quarterback, he threw thirty. He touchdowns, threw too many picks, but he threw thirty picks. That's kind of but, the they had the offensive coordinator I didn't. I didn't just say the quarterback though. I said we don't have the skill position guys. That they have either. What I'm that's, saying is, no, that's a fact. We, we didn't they have, have they have two backup tight ends that you would take over ours. You're talking about now. I'm talking about the year before Brady got there. They still they they, Mike Evans. They have Mike Howard. Evans. Yeah. One receiver. You got OJ say Howard. Cameron OJ Bates. Howard was a rookie. There. We don't have OJ one receiver now. We have a receiver. Who? Mooney's not horrible. Good God, come on, man. Mooney is, a, he's a, is a number three. We have a running back. We have running. We do backs. have a running. We, we have do. a running back. We do we have, have a running you back. You just said no to a, a OC that runs the ball. Y'all act like we can't make a free agent pickup. <laughs> yeah, because we can't draft a receiver. I'm just saying. I'm sorry. Look, I'm, are you I'm not, not, are you I'm not expecting saying. to go to the Super Bowl next year? No, whoever's hired. Okay, my, then. My, so, my, so my only dispute is you said no. To, yes. to the COC because we don't have Derrick Henry. But I'm it's not about worried about developing game. David Montgomery. We need to develop our quarterback. Right, I'm a, look at, I'm, the Titans I'm, don't have a quarterback like us. They they're like, you know what? What do we have? Derrick Henry. Okay. <laughs> then we're gonna we're gonna have to use that. And they didn't the, 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 look the, the former offensive coordinator is now the head coach of Atlanta, right? But but and dude. He was, he, Derrick Henry didn't play all year, and they're the freaking they're the number one seed. He did play. He played. He played enough. Year. He played about half. He played enough. Year. So, so stop with that. Don't don't mislead mis- mis- the listeners. He played about he gave, half. He gave, he gave him. He gave him a. He gave him a cushion. Uh, uh, yes, he did. And he. Well, was, how many, how many two, game, How many games? Did he play? I think he played. I think seven he played games. like eight or nine. Set. Yeah, he played seven to nine games, dude. They they I were like eight eight of a seventeen game season. Come on, man. That's half the season, bro. Okay. And the other half, they could have tanked. And nope. they're in the weakest freaking division. They played the Texans twice when they lost to one. I mean, and they I mean, played the Jaguars think, twice. And they played the Colts twice with full strength. 
So they played the toughest team in their division when they were healthy both times. And then the Jaguars and, and Texans. And, and it's a team game. Last I checked, the defense plays too. And when you got Carson Wentz throwing interceptions in the end zone and give the Titans an easy <laughs> touchdown, it's really easy to win that game when our team just give you the ball. I'm just saying, you're asking me why I want Byron Leftwich. We have a quarterback, a quote-unquote right. franchise drafted quarterback who was underdeveloped by the incompetent regime we just got rid of. I don't want to bring in someone that's going to underdevelop a, the quarterback. We brought in the quarterback because this is a league that usually wins championships because it. of what? Their quarterback. I Derrick Henry ain't won so no you're Super saying, Bowl. So you're saying Derrick the, Henry ain't been in no Super Bowl. The next the head coach, running team you're saying the next head coach Bowl. has to be a quarterback guru? No, I'm not saying it has to be. You're asking me why I wanted Byron Leftwich. I'm just telling you why I wanted Byron Leftwich. Well, but I was only disputing that because – of what you said against Tennessee, Scott. I understand why you want him. Because but I don't but like that was Tennessee's my offense. All right, next, what? next, next on the board. Harold, <laughs> Harold Goodwin, Buccaneers okay. assistant head coach, running game coordinator. I no, say I yes. Need to, I need to be an OC first. I need I need to see you run on uh, I need to see why do you why do you, why do you have, why do you have to be a, a, a play I just, me? I just want to see it coordinate. I'm saying, why, why do you need? Why do you need a? Why do you need a I coordinator? Because because a head coach has to know how to disseminate, right? Well, he just He's needs to know how to how to lead. Okay, I want to see him lead a unit, not just lead a position. Look, right. if I'm the GM, you're asking me. I'm, you don't have to agree with me. That's fine. If look, if <laughs> you're a special teams well, no, coordinator, you, you are the GM. I'm, I'm, if, I'm. If, if you're a, if you're a special teams coordinator, I've seen you lead a unit. If you're the defensive coordinator, I've seen you lead a unit with the other positional coaches underneath you. Same thing with the OC. Or if you're a previous head coach, hell, even if you're a head coach from college, I've seen you run a program. I want to see you be able to coordinate so that when you do, you know, designate and disseminate, you know, the, the, the job, what's the word I'm looking for? Delegate. delegate. When, delegate. You, when, you, when you start delegating your duties to other people, you understand and you, you can, because look, the previous guy, the guy we just got rid of, for the life of himself, couldn't get out of his own way. If he would just focus more on being a head coach and being a, a CEO as, as being a head coach and being comfortable enough in his own skin to delegate shit, he might actually still be here. We might actually have a better team. But he Facts. couldn't do that. Facts. He couldn't do that. He couldn't get out of his own way. I want someone that's not so caught up in their ego that they can. This is why special teams coordinators, to me, tend to do better as head coaches, generally speaking. Except for that idiot that's in the New York Giants right now, because he's just a buffoon. He never should have got the job. But you look at some of the special team coordinator, Bill Cowher, you look at Harbaugh, those guys stayed in place for a long time and right. went to one more, went to at least a Super Bowl, if not more than one Super Bowl. I got a couple yeah, more. I here. say no. I say no to Nathaniel Hackett, Packers offensive coordinator. F the Packers. I don't want nothing. Yes. Unless yes. it's Aaron Rodgers coming here. I don't want to do rest of them. All right. I say. I say. Yes, on consideration. Man, Josh, Josh McDaniels. Hell Man, no. bump him too, punk ass. Hell no. I'm sorry. I, I just don't like his vibe, dude. I just Hell don't no. like the cut of his jib. Not like that, but he quit before he got a job. He pushed you watching, bug. Uh, we talked about Doug Peterson. I'll listen because he won a Super Bowl. But the way he went out in Philly is like, dude, make a decision. What do you The doing? reason I'll say yes is because – Nick Foles is still on, on, on staff? No, <laughs> no. The way he went out in Philly told me 
he wanted to choose Jalen Hurts. They wanted to choose Carson Wentz. And he decided, you know what? I'm not in that. And they parted ways. And what that told me is that he's he's willing to make the tough decision. Because the organization was so strong on Carson Wentz until Carson Wentz finally decided he wanted out. So I, I think Peterson, I think Peterson, that whole situation was a lose-lose in my opinion. But what happened that last game of the season of the previous year where they started, what was the quarterback? They started some other quarterback. They sat Jalen down. They in the second half. And they the put some other, half he did put some other quarterback in it. Well, why? If he's making these decisions. I don't know why That's what I'm saying. But he didn't put Wentz in. Wentz, no. But he put somebody up. My, my point is, if he's the guy making these tough decisions, what the hell was that decision? Who was that for? What was the point of that? Was that like a, was that like his passive, passive-aggressive protest? I, maybe. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. We, I know. It's, yeah, it's, some, it's a lot of unanswered questions. Yes, in that situation. That's why I'm iffy with him. But no, I, I tend to think I tend to think he was more on the side of uh, Jalen Hurts than Wentz, and that's what I liked about him. Kellen Moore. No. Nope. I was high on him, and then no, Dan Dan Quinn as my defensive coordinator. Not as head coach. Not as my head coach. No. All right. And then here's one that that I found interesting. Not before Todd Bowles. David Shaw. Oh, Stanford. Head, head coach, coach Stanford. Uh, I nothing about his his coaching style to me seemed like he was a guy who would be pro coaching mentality. Like I I just Mm, I don't know, especially sometimes. I mean, hey, I mean, we saw Harbaugh do what he did at Stanford and left and did what he did with the with the uh, with the with the Niners. 49ers. But Harbaugh is a former NFL player. And I give some 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 that, but a former a former quarterback. There's a little more bigger picture understanding what it's like to be a pro. Doesn't, I don't know. if He has he has NFL experience, though. As a what? As, as an assistant. A lot of these guys uh, do, but I, 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 he's way down the list, bro. If this list coached, of ten, uh, he's the guy. He coached nine years with the Eagles, Raiders, and and Ravens as uh, a quarterbacks coach and a wide receivers coach. You know, Denny Green kind of had that same track a little bit. You know, and he bounced a little bit between college and the pros. Yeah, but Denny Green, I, I've always Dennis Green always struck me as a very ambitious person. I don't know where Shaw's ambition is in terms of wanting to be an NFL coach. I've never gotten that vibe from him. Seemed like he was pretty content. I'm not knocking him. It seemed like he was pretty content to be, you know, a college coach, Stanford coach, because, hey, it's probably a great job. You're living in Cali. You're living in Palo Alto. Life's good. For me, to answer the question, I'll say no. Simply because I don't know shit about him, uh, <laughs> but hey, that's fair. But, that's fair. But but right. for me, 
I want a guy who not just have NFL experience, but actually have NFL head coaching experience. So you want to retread? Mm, not necessarily. I can have so, head coaching experience. So well, wait, 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 well, hear me, hear me. My top three candidates would be Ty Bowles. Yes, he's a retread. He's been around long enough, had his time as a head coach. Jim Harbaugh and Brian Flores. Brian Flores would actually be my top candidate because he's still fairly new, but he showed what he can do with the Dolphins, which is some BS, whatever they – he will be treated to me like how the Bulls did with Billy Donovan in my eyes. Scratch whoever the hell we was going to talk to before we found out about this fire. <laughs> he would be my top candidate to me. And, and it's just I, – I just don't want to go down this road of what if we anticipating a guy, we assume a guy is going to be good. We got a lot of issues. We got a lot of issues, man. And like, yeah, we can ex- we could think Byron Leftwich will be good here, but how much, how patient is the organization going to be, like to let him, like, because we got issues, like, and so I think a guy that has been a head coach before, I don't know, I don't know. It's just I got a lot of pause when it comes to certain guys. I'd rather a guy who's who's familiar with leading an entire team, you know, and and when I say, like, if I go to each one, I already said why with Flores. He's fairly new still, and he went to the Dolphins, and he had to make tough decisions while he was there. He was flipping quarterbacks. He was running a, a closing uh, scheme with – Two will play most of the game and then bring the clothes in and Fitzpatrick. He was doing a lot of different things over there. He he was making tough decisions that people didn't that people didn't agree with, but they was having success. Uh Todd Bowles, defensive guy. Like I just I I'm I'm I want to go back to that rim. I feel like we we went off of that rim and started trying to be like these rest of these teams and getting the offensive gurus and shit derailed bad. Started with Tressman and <laughs> ended with Nagy. You know, like so like that's my main thing with Todd Bowles. And I and I look at him like a guy that I believe can lead a locker room, could be a strong voice in a locker room. And Jim Harbaugh, I just look at his success at the NFL level with a quarterback that not many people thought could be successful. And do what he did, you know. And one thing, even though he hasn't had the level of success at Michigan that everyone thought he should have, I felt like he's he's true to who he is as a coach. He never got the quarterback to to truly do what he wants to do, but he's he he's with that down and dirty style football. We're gonna run this ball. And one thing. Granted, yes, we got a quarterback that's that we all believe is special. But damn it, we want to win. I want to win more than anything. And like 
run a balanced offense. That's my that's the main thing for me. And I believe Jim Harbaugh will be willing to run a balanced offense. Okay, here's, here's my issue with Harbaugh. Just eight weeks ago, everybody was talking about how, you know, it's been a failed uh, tenure at Michigan. He can't <laughs> win the big game. You lose to hey, Michigan State. So you had to leave. You, lead. you can't beat Ohio State. State. And then you finally, can. and finally, you do beat Ohio State. I, and I didn't and you, believe and in you that. You go to the playoff and you lose the playoff game. And you can't win the big game. Hey, hey, hey. they lost to the additional national champion. So that's that is true. <laughs> and now all of a sudden, jobs start opening up in the NFL, and Harbaugh is the number one candidate. I don't understand that. Well, he had more success in the NFL. He did. He's shown to have success in it. But here's the deal. Policies he reminds me. I, I, did, I, did I say this? Did I say this on a, on an earlier podcast? We may have been talking about him. It may have even been last week. He reminds me of Scott Skiles, where he's got a like yeah. He's got a window, right? Right. And he He'll burns, show he, he up, burns it out. Yeah. Some things will happen, and then about year three, year four, <laughs> you're ready to get rid. Players of are like, man, I'm tired of this dude. I'm 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 tired of khaki pants hardball, and that's the end of it. I don't know if that's what you want. He may he may I, and hey now he did go to he went to three straight NFC Championship games, right? Mm-hmm. Went to a Super Bowl, lost, lost one Super Bowl. If uh, if uh, the White Sox uh, president's son and keep dropping the ball, <laughs> well, that, that was the NFL. That was the NFC Championship game, right? Mm-hmm. First yeah. one they went to, yeah, right, right, right. So. Maybe you know, maybe you win quick, but it won't be a a, a sustained uh, uh, sustained success. I don't think he won't be well, there a long time. He's changed. He's learned okay. so much since that experience, and right. he's been dealing with young men and dealing with college kids. You have to be more patient. So it's learned and taught him how to be a bit more reserved and and give time for things to marinate. And, and the patience. Like I said, I'm not. I'm not you. saying he's not the guy. He might be the guy. If, if if the Bears hire him, I'm gonna be off. I was a Jim Harbaugh fan uh, when he was a quarterback here, um, but I don't know. Uh, I mean, hey, hey I, I watched know. him. I grew up watching him play at Michigan, so I, I actually liked him as a Michigan quarterback too. He was one of the few <laughs> Michigan quarterbacks to actually go pro. I, you thought he had a chance to be a pro, and it took him I, a little bit. I always, I always, I always thought he got a bad. He got he he got a raw the raw end of the stick after the '93 season. Now, mind you, he had a he didn't have a pick great sixes. year. Get yeah. that on pick sixes, but yeah. he didn't have a great <laughs> year. Uh, that was Wani's Wani's first year, and then uh, the Bears let him go. They ended up getting Eric Kramer. The Bears let him go to Indy, and what happened in '94? Indianapolis they went back. to the AF. They went to the AFC Championship game. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So I always I mean, thought he uh, got a got a he got a raw deal here. I mean, but hey, I, I, hey. I wouldn't mind him coming back. I don't. Know. I mean. Hey, it, Honestly, at the end of the day, and I guess I'm kind of contradicting myself and and speaking on what what GM said. At the end of the day, it really comes down to your quarterback. <laughs> I mean, so if if the quarterback performs, everyone thinks the coach is good. Matt Lafleur. Was Bruce Arians deemed a great a great coach before Tom Brady? 
I guess it's for sure. No, dude, he, he was he was he was a coach of the year with it, with uh, Andrew Luck's rookie year, and he uh, he wasn't even the head coach; he was offensive coordinator. Pagano was dealing with cancer, so Arians had to take over, and they go to the playoffs with a rookie quarterback, and he was coach of the year. Should have been the Bears coach, but the Bears are idiots, and yeah. then they, they took Tressman instead of him. He goes to Arizona, and he's got an old, uh, an aging uh, what's the quarterback Carson Palmer. You know who's not a Hall of Fame quarterback, but he's in the he's in the Hall of very good, good quarter. Yeah. yeah, pretty good quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah. And he goes to he goes to the NFC Championship game and loses oh. to Cam Newton. So he was a quarterback hey. that had I mean excuse me hey. head coach that had some success. So he wasn't bad. And he retired hey. a little early. And he's he a, back. He's a hey. players. He's a players hey. coach. Everybody, hey. everybody. Hey, guess what? But guess what? You name three different. You name two different stops other than the one he's at now. And each one had a quarterback that the Bears has never seen in history of the organization. Until now. We hope. Sure. Well, but he had, just, he but, had, but he had just Big saying, Ben, too, didn't he? He was the that, that's co- offensive coordinator. Right, the but that's what right. I'm, I'm just saying. He, he's had every single quarterback well, you named. To your point, though, a good quarterback yeah, makes you that's seem what I'm saying. Good. That's So I, I, I named Brady because that's he's the head coach and they just won the Super Bowl. But you gave his history because I was like, what was his history before that? But you named Andrew Luck. Great but a rookie. He's a rookie, though. I get you, it. You I get you, didn't it. Know, yeah. you didn't know what his potential You didn't know be. what he would turn into. Right. He could have been James Carson Winston. Palmer was a vet. Old you know, vet. Like, Who wasn't was good at with the, with the Raiders. He, he had left the Raiders and didn't do so good at the Raiders. Now, After I, that knee injury with the Bengals, he wasn't quite the same. But then Carson he had Palmer was a Raider? Yep. Yeah, I didn't remember that. I remember that. Yeah, he was. Carson wants you to forget that, but yeah, he was, he was, a, he was a Raider. So. I, I remember him as a Bengal and as a Cardinal. I don't remember him as a Raider. Okay. Yeah, he went to but, the Raiders. He got it like the Randy Moss thing. You go to the Raiders for a while, then you get a resurgence somewhere else. Yeah. It... Here's the thing. To your point, uh, Smoke, earlier, when, you, when, I, when I said retread, I, I, I hope it didn't sound like I was saying with Venom or Lacefield disgust in my, in my verbiage, because it wasn't. I mean, retreads sounds like a bad, but, you know, they're, they're Bill Belichick should retread. So there you go. Um, to your point, I was listening to NFL Network, and I believe uh, Pat Kerwin, I think is, he's the one that said it, is that generally when you hire these coaches who haven't been coaches before, haven't been head coaches before, and you only give them three years, you're really doing them a disservice. Yeah. It, it takes them a bit to kind of figure out what they need to do with what they have, with where they want to go, and how to get everybody on board to go there. If you're only giving them three years, you're, you're really not being fair to the process. You should probably give them five years. But when it comes to quarterbacks, or not to quarterbacks, when it comes to head coaches who've coached before, if you're getting a coach that has done that before, then three years is probably not a bad time because mm-hmm. they've, quote, unquote, made their mistakes. They should have learned, quote, unquote, from them. They may have a better idea. And they can probably get things organized quicker, sooner, and have more of a definitive game plan about where they want to go. So I agree with you that getting some of these coaches, and you named some good ones, I if Harbaugh's picked, I, I can. I'm not going to like lose my mind and say it's a horrible thing. No, hey, we'll see what happens. Um, if it's Todd Bowles, okay. If it's Brian Flores, I think the only problem with the three guys you mentioned, this family is not going to be comfortable with those guys because they're all very strong-willed, strong opinionated, can talk to you in your face, 
you know what? I don't need a middleman. I don't need my agent to talk to you. I'm going to talk to you right now type kind mm-hmm. of guys, which is probably why Brian is looking for a job right now. Brian Flores, former head coach <laughs> of the Miami Dolphins, the guy who went 19 and 14 in the last two seasons. OK, it, it, keep in mind all the things he's had to contend with COVID, the Sean Watson episodes back and forth for the last year and a half a quarterback who probably shouldn't have been the quarterback because really if the gym was worth his salt he would have taken uh the golden herbert. boy who herbert yeah he would have taken herbert because I, I i simply asked how do you pass up six five two thirty with a four five flat with the arm like that who ain't never been hurt or the guy coming off of a hip injury listening to Mel kuiper who's a who's a left arm hip injury guy who's about six foot scratching the floor. I mean, it just, you know, but anyway, point being, I think those three guys are strong. I don't know that they're, they're the personality type. Now, George, when they asked that question today, because somebody kind of hinted at that, like, hey, well, you know, if the personality, you know, if they kind of like, you know, he's like, uh, George is like, mm, nah, you know, it's not personalities that we're hiring. We're hiring. Yeah, okay, right. Mm-hmm. Just look at all the coaches that have been hired under you and none of them have been they've been nice guys is what they'll say so you you hired a couple of nice guys well they they wanted the anti-ditka when ditka left they they pretty much said they didn't want they didn't want anyone like him again and and that's that's held true right and that's held true so i don't see any of those three guys coming here because of that unfortunately so doug peterson is not one of those type of personalities so the chances are i can see doug being here um, uh, Leslie Frazier is Leslie definitely not, not going to rock. You can book, look at you can look at Leslie and just tell he's a nice guy, good dude. <laughs> oh, well, a good dude. Hey, he's an eighty-five bear. Yeah, okay. automatic, I, automatic I honeymoon coming in. Yeah, let's not do that. You gonna get an eighty-five bear? Get Singletary? Shit. No, can't play with him. <laughs> Can't, can't do it. With him. Hey can't man, do look, it. at least can't I know he's gonna ruffle some feathers. Oh yeah, he's gonna be mad. It's gonna be chaos. I'm talking about ruffling <laughs> feathers. Um, so but I, I'll say two things right quick. One, if you're if you're to ask me who my top three candidates would be that I would like to see in the Bears, um, I won't go in necessarily any order, but my three would be I like a combination of bowls and uh leftwich, either or as the head coach kind of deal but i think Bowles is the head coach and left which is the oc i like that a little bit better you think he'll leave to become the oc though no i can't byron left which yeah i can't see that happening i think i think i've if, seen somebody say that and i'm like it, i don't it, think he leaves it's a possible OC well position. it depends on what brady's doing if brady if, if, if the bucks you know get to Super Bowl but don't win it and brady retires i think you're seeing everybody leave if Brady leaves, I think you're seeing a mass exit of some people, unless they, because they didn't, it's not like they drafted a quarterback that's ready to be a franchise quarterback. The guy that Brady, got from Florida is okay. Brady, Brady ain't leaving. Brady's playing until he's 50. Okay. Yeah. Um, I told you, what was that movie I, 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 I watched uh, with Charlton Heston where they, they basically laid him out on the field? <laughs> And that's how his career ended at, at age sixteen. That's gonna be Brady. What was the name of that movie? I can't remember. But I remember you talking about it. Uh, but while you're thinking about that, my other coaches would be. Uh, I've always been big on Ryan Day. I think I said that like going back a couple of months. He's a go. wild card for me. He's yeah, a wild well, card. He's me. a wild card. But the thing I like about him, he's the kind of because he's he's been used to that transfer portal. Like he's had quarterbacks leave, like Burrow left, and he's had a quarterbacks come like Justin Fields and I can't forget that one kid that that, that came he tr- transferred he's out of 
he, he ended up going to Ohio State. He came in with all these other classic quarterbacks, you know, transferring to go to Miami. He's kind of a short dude. But my point being, he, he, he's shown to me that he can make adjustments. And even that game in the Rose Bowl when they were struggling against uh, Utah, you know, he made adjustments. You know, he, he shows me he can make adjustments. It's not about his ego as much as it's about winning. And he's also done a few things that shows me that he's not just a, a user of the kids, per se. Like, he, he seems to take some of these young men's um, careers into account and, you know, and who they are and, and their health into account. So I, I, I think – and he's young enough to me that – and also he's someone that's also been in the pro ranks as well. He's, he's spent some time in the pro ranks also as, you know, not as a head coach, obviously, or, or, or OC, but as one of the positional coaches. So and he's young enough. I, I just I, I think there's upside with him. Um, and another head coach um, would be uh, – I, I like Brian Flores too. It's, it's hard to ignore what he was able to do, and you get that defensive coordinator that's – creative enough and this is a dude that's beat Belichick three out of the last four times so that's significant I know Belichick didn't have the same kind of team but it wasn't like the Dolphins had a super team either so they're pretty much on the same level when he beat them last year pretty much on the same level this year so and he beat them twice and, and New England really needed to, they don't know if they really did but they were really trying to win that game last week this past, or this past weekend so I, I like those guys um but and I'll say this one last thing um watching NFL to I think it's a good morning NFL on, on, on NFL network and um, well, good morning football, good morning whatever football. the title. Yeah. Good morning football. And um, what's the female's name? Um, uh, Kay Adams. Chicago. Yeah. Kay Adams. She's, she's, she's a Chicagoland area product. Um, she was like, when it came to, when it comes to trying to pick a, a head coach, because she was talking to Scott Pioli, former uh, general manager. She, and they, Scott was like, Hey, you know, there aren't enough black. They're, they're talking about the issue of, of, of representation and, and mm-hmm. coaches of color in the NFL. And Scott's like, hey, there should be more, so, so on and so forth. She's like, cast a wide net. I'm like, yes, that's all anyone's ever been saying is cast a wide net. But that net has always been miscast. Like, it's like somehow they forget to cast it on both sides of the boat. They just cast it on one side of the boat, forget yeah. about the other side. It's like there's a lot of talented people everywhere. You cast the wide net, you'll get the person that's right for you, regardless of, you know, their ethnicity. At least it should be that. It should be like that. But we know that's not how it kind of works. Uh, now, we've been talking about head coaches. I, you know, we need to fill the GM position, quote unquote, first. So my question to you is, what GM, if there's a retread GM we're looking for, or do we have any young persons or persons who don't well, I got, quite? I got a list of those. Okay. Okay. Let's start. Uh, Morocco Brown. I guess he's the the Bears have already looked to um, uh, to talk to him. He's the uh, director of college scouting for the Colts. I listened to that. They did a I, good I, job. Yeah. Uh, 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 drafting. Excuse me. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Cowden, Titans, VP of player personnel. I listened um, to him too. Thomas Dimitrov, the old uh, Falcons GM. You know, old. Oh, when you say old Falcons, he doesn't have a job right now. No, he's out of. No, he's not. No. in the game right oh, now. But dude, the Falcons <laughs> did do a bad job getting talent. Did bad, got, he, yeah, did. he did. He yeah. did. And did a brilliant job hiring coaches too. I, I only say it's like he's a. Uh, it's his commitment. Level. He started off under under Belichick. Now, I'm not opposed to him. 
I wouldn't be opposed to it if he's if he's truly open to it. I'll say that. Ed Dodds, coach, G, uh, assistant GM. Mm. Uh, Jeff Ireland, Saints. Saints. Nope, uh, nope. You said Saints. Sorry, GM. lost me with Saints. Sorry, nope. Ryan Pace messed up everybody. Here's an interesting. Remember this name, Dwayne Joseph, Raiders director of pro personnel. He's mm, played for the Bears. Nope, nope. All our, all the picks we got, all the picks we gave them for Matt is in jail. We <laughs> we don't. <laughs> You're right. Um, we don't need quiet boys, but we also don't want criminals. <laughs> here's a name you might remember: Dan Morgan. Panthers I remember Dan GM. Morgan. Yeah, uh, assistant GM. Former linebacker. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was Keekly before Keekly was Keekly. Um, yeah. Out of the, you, out of the U, mm. he played at the U. Um, I, I would listen to it, but the Panthers. You know they've had some. They've had some talented players. Uh, I, I don't know. I'd listen to him. Uh, just got fired by the Vikings, but started his career with the Bears. Rick Spielman. Yes, I would because he. I think he's done a really good job putting whatever. I think Minnesota's a snake bit. I think something is weird about the Vikings. I, They've had a lot of talented teams, a lot of talented teams. Plus, here's another thing I found out watching. Uh, good morning. Was it not good morning, Mary? Hello, good morning. Was good morning, it? football. Good morning, football. Thank <laughs> you. Is that uh, I watched the show? Don't know the name of it. Um, he had he and his wife. I think they adopted six children, or several. I forget how many. It's more than it's more than three, less than ten. Um, and they're all of uh, African-American descent. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you, what, what does that say to me? To me, that says, I think you see people. I don't think you necessarily judge. I think you see people and allow them. And, and, and Zimmer, I thought was a good hire. They, they had a good hire. Zimmer, Zimmer won 72 games, man. You know, they had good talent. They went to several playoffs. I just think. You know, didn't have the right trigger man at quarterback. You just had lost some tough games. They lost some tough games in the wrong QB. They lost a couple tough games. That was it. That was that was really it. Like I I've been trying to talk myself out of him as GM because the Vikings and all I can think about is Kirk Cousins. Like you gave Kirk Cousins that money, but really the Vikings have a very talented roster. Like they lost what something like seven, eight games by less than six. I, yeah. you know, so I, I would listen. I that. like that. One. I like that. Yeah. One. Uh, and then the big ticket, Lewis Riddick. Lewis Riddick. Um, the more I hear it, the more I'm no. Why is that? Just because, just because I just hate when people just say a name this is not saying he don't do his job but most of the people in chicago don't know shit about football they're just saying his name because that's what they hear on tv and and he's black <laughs> and that's why that's why i'm saying but of course i would love him i'm not gonna i'm just being i'm just being an asshole right now like you know i just don't believe in that like like believe the person can actually do the job good don't just believe in their color or anything of that nature. Like, I don't want a brother that's going to fail. I want a brother that's going to succeed. Like, that's how I view it. And I think he will. I just, like I said, just being an asshole. 
<laughs> let, let me ask you this question. If I, if, correct me if I'm wrong. I, I apologize for not remembering his name. When the Giants won their two Super Bowls, wasn't a brother like the general manager? I don't know that. Uh, Ended up now. Let's look. Because I'm wondering, like, I'm like, where has he been? And how come he hasn't gotten another job? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Jerry Reese. Yes, Jerry Reese. Uh, he was there between 2007 and 2017. Damn. And he's 58 Ernie. years old. <laughs> Ernie, of course he was the GM the year before him. <laughs> the year before they won it. Uh, the but Ernie didn't suggest him. <laughs> wonder why he hmm. was fired by the Giants after serving 23 years in the front office along with the firing of head coach Ben McAdoo uh, yeah I don't see anything else about him right so how, how does a guy win two Super Bowls <laughs> you don't hear from him <laughs> how does that happen we still hear about Scott Pioli and Bill Polian and you know what's the dude that's uh was Washington GM with the glasses? Um, can't think of his name. He's still usually on the NFL Network too. I think I think people think they just got lucky twice. Right, got lucky twice. But when I say you don't hear, I'm like you don't see him. Like he's not like on anybody's TV show. He's not like one of the GMs they're calling asking for advice. You still hear Mike Tynabom. They still ask him for advice. He's like on these shows. I'm like, what is that dude brought in uh, Adam Gase? Are you kidding me? <laughs> why, why would I want to listen to him? <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. He did 11 years as GM four playoff appearances, two Super Bowls. Wins. Not just appearances, but wins, yeah. right? And you beat the Patriots twice. But we don't want to ask this guy anything. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm uh, not saying and, and maybe maybe he, you know, maybe he rolled off the back or the coattails of other players that were drafted by other gyms. That could be a possibility. But I'm just saying, I mean, other people have done similar, but they still seem to be you know, the cat's meow. And I'm still, I, I still like the brother uh, from Houston, Texans, who got screwed out of his job because his wife was fighting cancer. Um, hey, Glum, sorry. There's a, there's actually an article from January first um, of this year. Yeah, that says that he may be getting some looks. So finally, yeah. out of the woodwork. So I'm just saying, you know. But here in Chicago, we're not bringing those names up. You know, and, and and what's the brother Smith? I think it was his last name from uh, Houston Texans. Um, there was a GM, and his wife was fighting cancer, and he had to take a sabbatical. And then Rick, he, Rick Smith. Rick Smith, yes. Yeah. I'm like, what's what? <laughs> Again, like, and because you know we keep talking about head coaches and the lack of head coaches. Actually, you know NFL. what? I'm looking at an article uh, Brad Biggs wrote with some uh, names. Rick Smith's name is on there. You know, thank you, Brad. Yeah, <laughs> you know of what of what's out there at least. But what you got? We got three GM positions that's open. Two. No, three. Three. What's the third? Uh, Gettleman Giants retired. retired. Oh, okay. So I'm just saying, you know, we talk about the head lack of of you know people of color as far as head coaching goes, 
Um, I, I'm like, hey, get them in the front office. That that could change things too. You know, what about this GMs or you know, director of player personnel type situations? I think we got something like that in Washington, but as far as director of player personnel, but I, you know, you just of all places, of all places, but. You know, I just you look at the Buccaneers and, and what they were able to accomplish with the staff that they have. I, I don't see there's any reason. You know, you look what it's just it's too many too many times we've seen, you know, African American head coaches or even I would say coaches of color because we had, you know, Ron Rivera and then you had Tom Flores who won two Super Bowls with the uh, with the Raiders back in the day. It seems like you know. When given an opportunity, a lot of these guys have success. Even if it's a short time of success, they still success. They don't just like straight fall flat on their plate. I mean, look, to be quite honest with you, the head coach for the Houston Texans, I think he's done a really good job. Yeah. Especially like the last had, second half of the season. My color. Yeah. And, and it, it could be said that had Tyrod Taylor not got hurt early on, they might would have been a little better. I they started out the year kind of strong, I want to say, within their first couple games. And then he got hurt. I, I Tyrod to me is okay, but I know I think this kid who's playing Davis Mills has yeah. a higher ceiling. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But I think they would have won some early games had yeah. he not got hurt early on. Yeah, we know who the defensive coordinator for the Texans is. Who was that? Lovey Smith. He is? Yep. Wow, I didn't know that. Yep. I so know, I didn't know Lovey was back in, in football. Yep. I mean back in uh the pros in the NFL. Yeah. So so I'm I'm just saying, man, it's given an opportunity. And that that he got handed a bag of shit to be this a stinking pile of manure was given to today <laughs> to color. I mean, like they yeah. they were trying to find a coach. The other coach was like, No, I don't want this. It smells too bad. And you keep that shit to yourself. Yeah. And Cully's like, ah. Okay, I'll take it. And, well, uh, before when he took the job, everything was good, mm, and then it went bad, and it went bad fast. It? He took the job when you know Deshaun. Deshaun, what? That's when it. That's when he officially, because he because he said they didn't inform him on, uh, they didn't let him in on the coaching hire, and then he demanded the trade, and then. All the other shit. Yeah, I don't. You got. Uh, I don't think they had hired a coach though. They just weren't letting him in on the process. I don't think they hired the coach until after Deshaun was like, "I don't want to be here because you guys won't let me be part of the process." You're right. You're right. And he and, thought and, that he would be able to sway him. Right, and then I'm not certain if it was when the bad stuff happened with Deshaun that they finally got a head coach, or if it was uh, right before that. It, it, it was. It was simply just him wanting out. Someone now, yeah, and and Cully thought he would be able to sway him, right? But they were having a hard time trying to find a coach because they went what four and twelve that year. Yep, you know, so you know they fired the coach like during the season, like mm-hmm. like five games, six games of the season, mm-hmm. right? So, right la- last thing on uh, on George McCaskey today. Um, he ended the press conference in a very uh, interesting state. Uh, he basically called out Olin Krutz for being a liar. Uh, Olin on the score on Friday said that uh, the Bears offered him a 
um, $15 per hour uh, consulting gig uh, to help out Harry Heastan, the offensive line coach back in 2018. (laughs) Of course, he declined it because, you know, he's worth more than just minimum wage. And asked about it today during the press conference, George McCaskey basically said that uh, he takes anything that Olin says with a grain of salt and that Olin knows what the real story is, which basically called him a liar. Olin came yeah. back right away and and refuted that and basically said, no, I, I, I'm i not lying. How would you, you know, how, why, why would you even say that? And backed up his story. He called both he said, and Ryan Pace. Oh, wow. And Ryan Pace? Yeah. <laughs> and they both backed up his story. Wow. It said it, said it was $15 an hour. 15 an hour. Yeah. I thought it was just more like tongue in cheek, like maybe not 15, but just a low but ball. Like offer. a no, low ball no. offer. So wow. the way he said, so the way Olin said it when he talked to Ryan Pace, <laughs> he, he talked to Ryan Pace. He basically said that uh, it was the, the standard offer for a, uh, for a camp coaching position like that was 15 bucks an hour. And so yes, that was offered to him. What summer camp? The six for, for training camp for the, no, no, uh, I'm talking like a kid summer camp, like meatballs. That's what I'm talking about for your, for your six time pro bowl. Season uh, rec leaders for the park district make that. More than that. <laughs> right. <laughs> I know they make more than that. Like, wow. That's a, that's a, that's embarrassing. So I'm I'm just saying, George, how you can't you can't come out and call a legend a legend from your team a a, a liar? Yeah. Yeah, potential. Hall I think of he needs to. Yeah, he needs to apologize for that. Oh, and threw in that I hope that he uh, tells this story right. in his Hall of Fame speech. Hall of Fame speech. Yeah, come okay. on, man. Come on. He's clearly he's clearly trying to become the most hated. Uh, uh, front office person in, 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 in Chicago sports. Well, he's doing a really good job. Yeah, he's doing a yeah. really good job with that. But you know what, man? Y'all, for you two guys would be as pissed off and as disappointed and frustrated as you are. I'm amazed at the bare paraphernalia you're both wearing right now <laughs> with your bare hats on. <laughs> it just happened. It just happened to be sitting right here. Hey, it'd be uh, cold down and here. I got a hey, lot of warmest hats. I'm sorry, man. I grew up. I grew up during basically uh, uh, the Bears dynasty of the of the mid to late '80s. Yeah. I can't help it. Okay, what's your excuse? Fred. Yeah, you don't have that excuse, man. I, I don't. I honestly, I don't. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird that I really root for the Bears the way that I do. Oh, I, I don't know. know why. I, I always, I always I say I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna be a Packer fan. Oh no, no, no! no I've, I've never said that. Oh, I've like, said I, I root for Tom Brady heavy, but 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 I can never put him above the Bears. And then yeah, August comes and I'm 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 ready for Bears season. What can I say? Like, uh, I, I've been through more hell than the both of you can buy, or maybe the, with the both of you can buy. I've been through more. I've been through hell. <laughs> You've you've never seen hell like the seventies Bears. I'm sorry. <laughs> Pre Walter, no, I can't Bain. imagine. I can't imagine that. Pre Walter Bate. Can you imagine that before Walter Bate? <laughs> Man. Yeah. Well, it was only. Hmm? 
Yeah. That was only four years between Gail and Walter. Hell. <laughs> four years. <laughs> Pure hell. Oh, man. Pure hell. The best thing I had to watch was Bobby Douglas and Doug Buffone. That was it. And that wasn't saying much. Oh, man. Uh, national championship? Sure. What you guys think? Georgia with the big win. Um, I uh. think Georgia's fortunate that Mechie and uh, James, uh, Jameson Williams were both injured. Mechie last week, Williams, or last game, and Williams uh, this game, because it was evident that those other receivers weren't used to catching the football in the game. <laughs> because they dropped a lot of them. Yeah. And I mean, granted, the defense was, was heavy, it hit them hard and, and pulled on the stuff. But uh, I think you said earlier, Smoke, that, you know, the, the Heisman Trophy winner was more impressive in a lot of ways, even in this loss, because he was throwing some dimes. Mm-hmm. And those guys were just, you know, he, I know he had two picks, but, you know, I, at that point, you're just trying to, to do whatever. But those guys were dropping a lot of passes. Uh, I agree, Georgia was fortunate that those guys weren't there, but I don't necessarily want to just concede that the game would have went Alabama's way definitively if they were there. I think this is why I I disagree to some degree because Georgia knowing those guys weren't there, were able to come after the quarterback a little bit more and they were able to stop the run. A little bit more, even True. though they and they, they were focused on trying to stop Robinson, they were still having a tough time with it. But they could really come at him, and they didn't have to worry about worried about it as much. And that 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 changes not only that, but the Alabama's also trying to figure out, okay, what can we do now? So you, you it's one different going into the game, though you don't have somebody, you put something in play. When it happens in the game, that's a tough, and that's kind of like your only really consistent catching weapon. That's a little tough. But that being said, I mean, I, I think they both played well. I mean, Alabama, I thought they – I'm like, man, these schools are going to pull this stuff out again, man. He threw that touchdown pass to the tight end. I didn't even see the tight end. You know, <laughs> uh, the, the, the Bama quarterback threw the pass yeah. to the tight end. And it's like the fourth tight end on the team. I didn't even know he threw that guy. Well, I've never seen that guy all year. You know, and I'm like, wow. But I'll say this to Georgia. You know, they face the specter of adversity of trying to overcome the Saban monster. That was just, mm-hmm. you know, in the, in their minds, you know, and not just in their minds, but in the fan. Like, you can feel stuff like that in the fans. Like, when you're in the stadium mm-hmm. and you're playing, you, you can feel the vibe. That's a real thing. And the fans are like, oh, here we go again type thing. And it's Stetson Bennett where he threw that fumble because <laughs> he threw a fumble. It looked <laughs> like he was throwing it forward, but mm-hmm. it came out why in did, his head. Why don't they call that intentional grounding? Oh, it was a because fumble. he was being tackled. One of his, it was a fumble. It, it, it was wasn't a, a pass. It wasn't a pass. It was a fumble. And he was being pulled down as he was trying to throw the ball. But it was a fumble, so it's not intentional so, ground. Yeah, it's not intentional ground. Because he was being... Oh, well, you know, I think I'm thinking about a different play. Yeah, no. So this is this is the fumble that Alabama got and turned right around and took the lead. It was just like, wow. Yeah, I think I'm thinking of different disregard. Which, which a lucky... Uh... I, the the uh, the guy getting the picking football. up the fumble was the yeah. luckiest shit. Right, like he almost stepped out of bounds because he, he wasn't got... even trying to get it. No, no. <laughs> he no. literally just he just was going over there and just grabbing. You know, you're ball. talking about four fourteen, right? Yeah, but that's good coaching. Yeah, you know why? Supposed to get coaching. the ball. Yeah, right. 
that's, but, that's, but, that's but coaching still, no, I don't think it was good coach. I'm not giving Saban credit for that. That kid was literally lollygagging to that ball. He didn't bust his ass to that ball. He no, just went over there. But he like, still went, is my point. Yeah, he still went. But That's coaching. And it would have been bad coaching had that foot been out of bounds because he's bullshitting <laughs> in that ball. That's True. what I'm saying. So that's but, why I'm not giving Saban credit. Well, I, I'm, I'm not just saying there. Saban. I'm saying the coaching staff. Like, it was ingrained. Like, there was enough of the coaching ingrained that go after it that he kind of went, but he thought it was a pass, as opposed to some guys who, like, don't go. It's a fumble. And they're like, don't get the ball. And it bounces out of bounds. And you're like, oh, my father should have got the ball. So, I, yes, I don't give 100% to save him, but I give, I, give some, <laughs> I, I give a little bit of percentage towards, you know, just the ingrained coaching aspect. But anyway, Stetson Bennett, to come back after that and throw two touchdown passes, that says a lot about I, him. I was very impressed with Stetson Bennett because in my mind, walk-on quarterback yeah. I had much more respect for Alabama's defense to hold it down and not let a, a walk-on shred them and it was like he got better after that moment <laughs> yeah like it was a lot of questionable play calling to me where it was like you say the 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 ghost of Saban was really <laughs> haunting them. Like they've had, they were having success running a bar and then they'll try some, they'll try to get cute and get sacked or, right. you know, and it was Yardage. like, man, here we go. They're just shooting themselves in the foot. Typical Georgia versus <laughs> Alabama. Right. And then that fumble happened. I'm like, oh man, this right. is it. That's it. This is it. And then he come back. And he, they're leading down the field. Well, I mean, down the field. Cook had that big run out there. Right. I think it was the nah, that one. That one was, was it then? Maybe that was after that. No, that was when they went up thirteen nine. Right, the right, big right. Run the from big Cook. run. And right. by the way, that's my cousin too. Uh, oh yeah, Cook. Yeah, also, I didn't know that was Dalvin Cook's little brother. Right. So they're distant cousins, but I knew okay. I know Dalvin Cook. Cook is my cousin. I didn't know that was brother, his little brother. brother. And so I'm like, damn, I've been hard on Georgia all year. But that was when they went up 13 9. Right. And he run, had that right. run. Right. So he came back. There's two touchdown passes. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Right, right. After, but I was shocked after Bennett, that fumble, they came mm-hmm. that next drive throwing. Yeah, throwing. I was shocked like, too. I, I was like, too. whoa. I'm like, man, they're asking for trouble. And then right. he threw the bomb and the guy caught it. And but, hey. But, you know, they probably thought that they were going to run because of the yeah, fumble. Yeah. And they, they did two play-action pass plays back-to-back mm-hmm. and bought them a little time, and they got some rhythm going. But that that deep pass he threw, that was a nice pass. Yeah. The dude, call, dude pushed off a little bit in the end zone, the receiver, but, hey, if the refs didn't call, it didn't happen. But that was yeah. a hell of a pass and a, a really nice catch. I don't know who that receiver was because he wasn't one of the primary ones all year, I don't believe. But, mm-hmm. um but it was a nice. It was it, it was a good game, and uh, you know, hey, it's it's good that you know, the big dog gets knocked. No, no pun intended. That that you know, big guy gets knocked off every now and again because yeah, you know, you don't want Alabama winning all the time every time. And and it felt good to watch Saban have to go out there without the best of the fucking best. 
Well, which goes to my point that sometimes when the playing feels a little bit even, a little bit even, and his coaching decisions got to be in game, you got a coach. Yeah, he's vulnerable. You got a coach now. Yeah, and he loses his shit on the sidelines real quick when he feels a little <laughs> adversity. <laughs> that headset goes off when he's screaming. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> love it. Uh, what did Bar say? Bar, Bar say? I can't wait. Can't, can't wait. And uh, before we go to picks, let's go look back on our uh, predictions for the NFL season. Oh, please don't remember this. Please don't. I I know who my I know who my Super Bowl teams were. Uh, oh. Let's see. Well, we'll just go over the playoff teams right now. Then we'll, oh, okay, okay. Right, so um, the AFC East, we all had the Bills winning the AFC East. We all got that right. Uh, AFC North. Uh, I had Cleveland. GM and Smoke both had the Browns. I had the Ravens. I guess we all got that. What about these made the playoffs at all? Neither one of them made the playoffs. They made the playoffs, let alone win the division. Uh, AFC South, we all said the Titans were going to win the South, and the Titans did win the South. So that's a two out of three. Yeah. Uh, AFC West, Glenn, you had the Broncos. Oops. Oh, that didn't happen. Coach got Uh, fired. I put too much pressure on him. We both had the Chiefs. Me and Smoke both had the Chiefs. Uh, okay. Three out of four. Uh, out front, of... front runners. <laughs> <laughs> and the wild, wild card. Picking uh, sure, I'm sure I had the Ravens, and I'm sure you Glenn, had the Browns. Wait, Glenn had the Chiefs, Chargers, and Ravens. He only got Chargers one of them teams. Uh, Smoke, yeah, you had the they Ravens. They damn field goal. Ravens, Asshole. Colts, and Chargers. I went 0 for 3. And I went 0 for 3. I had the Browns, Chargers, and Broncos. So, yeah. So, we both had about the same amount of playoff teams. Yeah. Yeah. NFC, you guys had Washington. I had had the Cowboys. Wow. Okay. So, that's why you you want to run this. Oh, and I know. I picked the No, because I got some bad ones here. I started off. I picked the Bears. NFC division. <laughs> <laughs> NFC. Wait, wait, wait. Before we get to that, NFC South. You guys had the Bucks winning it. You got that. I had the Saints coming out of the South. Um, NFC West. Glenn, you had the 49ers. So close. Uh, Smoke, you had the Rams. I had the Seahawks. Luckily. Yeah. And then in the North, yeah, Smoke, <laughs> you had the Bears. And Why? Glenn and I had Why? the Packers. Why? Uh, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a Nancy, I'm a Nancy Kerrigan. I'm a Nancy Kerrigan. You why? Wild cards. Why? Uh, Glenn, you had the Cardinals, Seahawks, and Rams. That's right. You yeah, had two. every team from the NFC West making the playoffs. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah two, uh, three. All three. You had spoke. You had Packers, Cards, and Seahawks. Man, two of three for me. And then I had the Bucks, Rams, and 49ers. You got them all. I think I get yeah. Well, every, I got everyone. Wait, they all in the playoffs. Wait, one, two, three, four. Bucks, Rams, Cardinals. Yeah, five. You I got five. You picked the Saints. Yeah. I, got, yeah. I picked the Saints, and I picked the Seahawks. Picked the Saints. Let's see. So you got five of seven. Five of seven, yeah. All right. I think I got two of seven. I got three of seven. <laughs> three of seven. By the, the Bucks, way, uh, the Packers, the 
the Rams, I think, is all I got. By the way, Glenn, your Super Bowl uh, Super Bowl champion pick with the Browns. That was oh, actually God. both of you guys had, picked the Browns for the, the AFC. I didn't have the Browns winning oh. though, did I? No, you got the Bucks winning. Okay, oh. I had the Bucks repeat. And I got the I got the Packers winning it all. Oh, you got a shot. Yeah. Who would have the Browns playing? Bucks. You have the Browns playing the 49ers. Rams. Oof, boy. That's who you crazy. had? Who you had Green Bay playing? I had I had Bills. the Packers playing the Chiefs. Oh, the Chiefs. Okay. That, that's uh, probably gonna happen. Uh, it could happen. <laughs> it ain't gonna happen. <laughs> Keep telling y'all the Bears are not in the playoffs. All right, let's Green go Bay to... is not going to do anything. <laughs> that's what you're sticking with. We that. shall see. Uh, week last week, uh, picks. two and one because of Bama. Yeah, smoke. I got you at two and one. Uh, goddamn, say Miss Alabama, but you got the Rams and Chargers. Um, and you are 1930 and two on the on the year right now. Oh, uh, oh excuse me, no, 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 I, I read that wrong. I'm sorry. You had uh, Alabama 49ers and Dolphins, mm-hmm. and you're 21, 28, and yeah. two. Glenn, uh, you went 0 and 3. No, I had the Raiders. No, you had yeah, the Rams. The you had the Rams and Chargers. Yeah, the Chargers. Yeah. I didn't pick the Raiders. I, I went and listened nah. to it today before we started. Oh, no. You had yeah. the Chargers. <laughs> oh, no. So you're now 19, 30, and 2. And then uh, oh. once oh. again, I went 3 and 0. Oh, wow. Um, I got Georgia's win. I got he the did. Jets, and I got Washington. Uh, wow, this is over why the I Giants don't bet. minus this, seven. That's two weeks in a row. I was three and zero. Oh. That's that's phenomenal. Congratulations! Uh, and so I, I'm now thirty twenty and one. That 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 is really good, man. Guys, listen to S. <laughs> I think uh, that's right. I am the the prognosticator. I think Ed's waste I make my picks and he goes, Oppo, smart play. <laughs> uh, Glenn, you are the low man on the total pole. <laughs> so everyone just go opposite what I take. All right. Well, what I guess I'm, I'm probably a week late, but I'm going to go plus six versus the Bengals. I'm going to take the 49ers plus three against Dallas. Dallas sucks at home. And I'm going to take the Cardinals plus four against the Rams because I think the Rams are basically uh, Jared Goff. It's the same team. <laughs> it's, just, it's basically the same team. Can agree with you more. Matt Stafford has shown me Stat absolutely Patford. nothing. Yeah. Nothing different than what Jason Goff – or not Jason Goff. Jesus. What Jared Goff. <laughs> <laughs> Fortunately, Jared Goff is better at football than Jason Goff is at Madden. Oh, I said wow. that out loud. Ooh. Wow. Hey, it's, I'm going to let him hear that. <laughs> hey, it's not a dig if it's true. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I got you with the Raiders plus six, 49ers yep. plus three, Cardinals plus four. Yeah, I'm going to take it all underdogs. Uh, Smoke, what you got? I'm going to go Bills minus four. Really? Yeah, you're gonna beat the Pats again, huh? Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna go Bucks minus eight and a half. I knew you were gonna take the Bucks. And 
And I'm also going Cardinals plus four. Probably should take Kansas City. Pittsburgh stinks. I was thinking about doing it. I might get that Big Ben magic there, man. Big Ben on the road is not magical. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, More more tragical. Let's see. I am going to... uh, I'm going to take the Bengals minus six. See, I know you're going to go opposite me. That's the secret of your success. (laughs) (laughs) Um... I'm going to take Buffalo minus the four. And I will take the Ram. Really? Oh, yeah. See, I, I see I'm going to take the operate. Ram. I see how you operate. <laughs> minus four. So crystal clear now. I probably shouldn't, but yeah, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> All right. And uh, that'll do it for this week's edition of the Easy Smoke and the GM Podcast. Thank you for uh, allowing us this vent session <laughs> on Black Monday. We greatly appreciate it. Needed it because, uh, yeah, I was I was not a very happy Bears fan today. Um, so thank you very much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, you can catch our wonderful podcast at Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon, or wherever you find your favorite podcast. You can also get us at hp53productions.com. There you'll find a uh, link to our podcast as well as the Super Duper podcast hosted by Rob Griggs and the Father Good podcast hosted by Marshall Givens and Kenny Steven. They've got a new episode up right now, so go take a listen. And uh, with that, Glenn... Sir, um, hey, I am saying we were right because the Bears were wrong to hire those two knuckleheads they hired a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, so they don't we get were, it wrong again. Right. So, we were right. They were wrong. We need them to be more right than they've been wrong. But here, I'm going to say this I think they're going to mess it up again. <laughs> Based on that thing. I'm sorry, fans. I'm sorry. I ain't saying I'm right, but I don't think we're wrong. <laughs> Didn't start off right. (laughs) We'll catch you next week.